Hello friends. Welcome to Thinker Views podcasts where we share our book reviews with you. There are so many reasons that lead us to the worlds of books. Education, entertainment, escape, etc. But the books also are one of the best tools to inspire introspection, especially when we read works that serve as almost analytical history of time passing. generations moving and history forming Sir V.S. Naipaul is a very famous writer a Nobel laureate who has won many other awards Here at Thinkerviews we have shared our reviews on quite a few of his books in posts that cover reading and writing The Miguel Street The Suffrage of Elvira The Mystic Monsieur You can read any of these reviews by visiting our blog at thinkerviews.com. Today we are talking about the book that was first published in 1979. A Bend in the River is one of his most well-known works and was shortlisted for Nobel Prize at the time but did not win. With its setting and its complex narrative This book is well admired by readers and critics and still remains an intriguing read. So let us delve into this story and share our views with you. Seeing as it was first published nearly 30 years ago, there are quite a few editions and versions of the book each featuring a different cover page more suitable to the time of publishing. Some of the cover pages show just the writer's photographs while some show a river in a natural setting while one of the later editions features a mask more in tune with Naipaul's works about the mask of Africa in the cover featuring the author's photograph may not say much about the inner content of the book but hints about the popularity of the author When the author's photo is sufficient on the book cover, it confirms the esteem the author earned through his work. The storyline goes something like this. There is an ancient river in Central Africa and humans have always gathered at a bend in this river to settle. Salim, an Indian African having grown up on east coast of Africa, is restless to try a new life and in an attempt to break free moves to a little town at a bend in the river in central africa to run a little shop he has bought from a family friend called nazruddin he finds the town in its post colonial conflict where suburbia is returning to bush and the symbols of colonial days are slowly getting erased he sells little everyday needs makes some friends and slowly watches the town building itself back into a trading post his family on the east coast is breaking apart under the difficulties there and one of the family servants ali comes to live with salim soon ali renames himself as mati a half caste one of salim's regular customers is an african woman called zabeth 
When her son Ferdinand comes to town to study and become the new men of Africa, he also becomes part of Salim's life. Salim watches as the town hits another boom era. Copper is unearthed and sold. Salespeople flutter in and out. A domain is built out of bush. But all of this doesn't change the way people live. Tractors are going to rust unused. The domain remains abandoned until it is turned into a center of education. When Salim's friend Inder comes to town as visiting faculty for the university, he is introduced to the worlds of Raymond and Yvette. Raymond was a mentor, the current president in his youth, and is still hoping to get back into the president's favor. The president's changing political campaigns are leading to more changes. And now clearly the town is in decline again. All around Salim, people are selling off and leaving. What will happen to Salim when all his friends leave? Has he trapped himself into this version of life while trying to escape from another version of it? Is there any escape possible at all, no matter how many times you change locations? Answers to these questions would be for you to explore in the book. And what did we think about the book? The book starts with following lines. The world is what it is. Men who are nothing, who allow themselves to become nothing, have no place in it. And so you see, the world we are going to experience here will not be a place of characters waiting their turn. Instead, it is the world of characters desperately trying to change things, change the course of their lives, make their fortunes. But only to find that there will always be forces around them that are outside their controls, and no amount of wishful thinking will make anything better. Nowhere in the book does the writer mention the name of the river or the town or big men the president of the country. But comparisons and parallels have been drawn from day one, with various leaders of the post-colonial Africa who slowly made a public transition from an European-educated men to a tribal chief and adapted the tribal laws as the African way. Naipaul is known for his work focusing on colonial migration and how it affects generations, considering that he was himself growing up in West Indies as second or third generation of migrants and eventually moved to UK. A lot of his reflections are coming out of his real-life experiences. Here, Salim's family's migration goes even earlier than European colonization, and the author writes about how Arab travelers had made homes in Africa and became part of the continent. And yet, the African history is mostly documented by Europeans. And hence, there is only so much of it that will ever be recorded. Such a rich, vast continent that seems to attract so much brutality and pillage over centuries, and yet seems to somehow at heart remain inaccessible to outsiders. 
The East Coast was not truly African. It was an Arab, Indian, Persian, Portuguese place. And we who lived there were really people of the Indian Ocean. True Africa was at our back. Many miles of scrub or desert separated us from the upcountry people. Once the Arabs had ruled here, then the Europeans had come. Now the Europeans were about to go away, but little had changed to the manners or minds of men. People lived as they had always done. There was no break between past and present. All that had happened in the past was washed away. There was always only the present. The author's treatment of African characters is honest and yet brutal at times. The book was written a few decades ago and yet some of these events and lives are probably still being played out. While Salim's character is well formed with all his prejudices, flaws and strengths, like a lot of other works by V.S. Naipaul, there are hardly any women characters that will stand the scrutiny of a modern reader. Partly because, in spite of their multifaceted personalities, they are part of a patriarchal setting and we see them through a prism of the narrator's view of the world. The strength of the book is its richly detailed narrative and the observations on how humans have shaped the modern worlds in their quest to conquer one land after another. One of the most recent attempts being European colonization. Repeatedly through the book, we see the gaps between the Western world thinking of civilization as they know it and applying it to the tribal lives and mingling of people as they came together at places like the town in this story. How trying to build museums to display household heritage of various peoples cannot lead to building of histories in entirety when it comes to something as complex as Africa. The author repeatedly uses a phrase which does well to describe dealings of people with one another when the goal is only survival. It is not that there is no right and wrong here. There is no right. We, none of us, had certainties of any kind. Without always knowing what we were doing, we were continuously adjusting to the arbitrariness by which we were surrounded. In the end, we all had to survive. Through Salim's eyes, who is considered an outsider himself in this town. We see the town's build-ups and declines with the tides in the river. How, in spite of all the efforts towards building a different way of life, an enjoyment of advancements in facilities and novelties for a little while, there is always a cycle of destruction following a cycle of build-up. The author slightly alters the mottos of the town, to show us what he calls the mask of Africa, as well as African rage. A few sentences that bring to the limelight the core of the book are This piece of earth, how many changes had come to it? Forest at a bend in the river, a meeting place, an Arab settlement, a European outpost, a European suburb. A ruin like the ruin of a dead civilization. 
the glittering domain of New Africa. All of this taking place at a bend in the river. To summarize, a realistic and thought-provoking tale of an African town and the people it brings together only to see them go out again as time passes by. Thinkerview's rating for this book is at around 8 out of 10 as we enjoy reading this type of books. Have you read any of Servius Naipaul's books? What do you think about them? Are there any other similar books that you think we should be reading and reviewing here? Please do let us know through comments. And until the next time, thank you for listening.